Life is full of personal wins. Whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list, winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all, not taking into account each person's individual needs. Noom is built for your psychology and your biology, meeting you where you are. Noom Weight uses psychology. That's why they say losing weight starts with your brain. But it also takes into account your unique biological factors, which also affect weight loss success. The program helps you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have cravings. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. Plus, check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available for pre-order wherever books are sold. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast. It is here. I have blabbed about it for eight days. Team Nerdist Bulls, Team Breaking Bad. Today on the Nerdist channel, youtube.com slash Nerdist. Click the subscribe button because that is our lifeblood and uh, we appreciate it. Uh, it was an amazing episode. We went to Albuquerque, New Mexico and bowled against, uh, bowled against the cast of Breaking Bad. And the results may shock you. I don't know if they will. I don't know. I don't know what you're shocked by. I have to be honest. I was just trying to be sensationalist because that's how media works. And I don't always support that part of it. So it's a fun episode. Just go see it. How about that? Then you decide. Don't let me tell you what to think. But I think you're probably going to like it a lot. This is, uh, I'm choking. <laughs> I'm choking on my own sensationalism. No, don't cut that out, Katie. Leave it in. I don't. I can choke on a podcast. People choke in life. <clears throat> This episode of the Nerdist Podcast is brought to you by Stamps.com. You know, there are a few things that are bigger waste of your time than going to the post office, um, like stabbing yourself in the face with a pair of scissors you find in a library. That is a tremendous waste of time. That is the only thing that is a bigger waste of time than going to the post office. With Stamps.com, you never need to do that again. You can buy and print official U.S. postage using your own computer and printer. You can print out the exact postage you need for any letter or package right from your desk using the free digital scale. You don't have to put a bunch of stamps on there and then and give a bunch of cents to the government that you're not going to use. Oh, I wasted like 22 cents. I didn't need to, is what something you might say in your life. But you don't have to do that anymore with Stamps.com. Um, saves you money. You get discounts uh, you can't even find at the post office. It's a fraction of the cost of a postage meter. Stamps.com. So right now you can go to Stamps.com, use the promo code NERDIST for a very special offer. No risk trial. $110 bonus includes a digital scale and up to $55 of free postage. So don't wait. Go to Stamps.com, click the radio microphone at the top of the homepage, and then type in NERDIST. Stamps.com, promo code NERDIST. Now this episode, remember how earlier in the intro, which is what we call this part of the podcast. Just a little technical terminology for you guys out there who are thinking about starting your own PCasts. <laughs> I just made up PCast. Should I call them PCasts? Great, Katie? Yeah. Or is that for set? That's, that's more for Sandra's podcast. PCasts. <laughs> Let's have some PCasts. Um, I'm going to get a cast of my P. Is that weird? Just midstream. 
I'm just gonna cast it. That I think that would be an amazing thing to do. I think maybe I am on meth right now in celebration for the Team Breaking Bad episode, uh, which, again, so much fun. We talked to Aaron Paul, who's the guest today. We got him right before we we bowled the match. We went to the back to the pro shop, which, by the way, had a lot of really cool bowling balls in the back. There was, like, there was an Avengers bowling ball and, like, a, uh, there was a, a Marvel bowling ball, like a separate Marvel bowling ball and a Star Wars bowling bag. So uh, they know how to bowl out there in Albuquerque, New Mexico. So we were in the back of the pro shop right next to where they drill bowling balls. So hopefully, you know, if you hear some bowling in the background or you hear some, like, dance music, I think the kids call it, that uh, it's because we were in the pro shop with Aaron Paul. But terrific, terrific guy. And, I mean, obviously an incredible actor and uh, and really, really fun to talk to. Matt, Matt, Jonah, and I just sitting all squunched up uh, next to a bowling ball drill press. Uh, here we go, the Nerds Podcast, episode number 214 with Aaron Paul, the guy that people say I should play his brother in something. Uh, Aaron may not say that because I don't, I don't know if he wants me to play his brother on anything, but other people have suggested that. And um, quite frankly... Uh, their word is law. Strangers that I don't know on Twitter, I always listen to what they say. So I, I will, here is my brother, uh, the successful brother, uh, Aaron Paul Hardwick. I'm Chris Paul. Now entering Nerdist.com. Paul, we're in the back of a pro shop at yes, a bowling center, which is very... This pro shop, by the way, I saw a Captain America ball, I saw an Optimus Prime ball, Star Wars. a Star Wars bowling bag. You said you also have the skull ball that's Yeah, we over both there. have the skull ball. It's from, what, Mystery Men? It's from Mystery yeah. Men, yeah. I had to get one once I saw that. And I saw, since we're about to bowl... <laughs> You actually staked out. I did. It's just, you know, it fits the fingers so perfectly. I, yeah. had, to, I had to grab it when I could. Did you have to get territorial in, in, a, in a bowling center because yeah. if you don't get your ball, then no. then it, it totally affects your game. It does. Uh, are you, do you guys do this bowling thing a lot? Every year. Yeah. Brian and I, uh, we always want to, you know, do something to kind of give back to the cast and crew. So, yeah, yeah we started doing this a couple years ago. Nice. And so, yeah. Is it just a fun night or is there any comp? Competition element? Um, you know what? Last year I didn't even bowl. I just kind of like ran around, handed out prizes. Like, prizes. Got, yeah, great. there's lots of prizes out there. A lot of BB like swag. But uh, is that the uh, is that the year that you guys dressed up like each other's characters? Uh, we always dress up as each other's characters. Yeah, yeah. Um, we don't dress up at the bowling night, but that is a really good idea. I think so. Yeah, yeah. that is a really I'm gonna, good idea. I'm gonna turn off this air conditioning unit. Oh, it's probably gonna be it. Yeah, there we go. Hey, sure. Um, so Aaron Paul, it is it's thrilling to have you on the podcast Thank because so much. people have been requesting you on the podcast for a long time. There is a sect of Twitter that is convinced that you and I are cousins. <laughs> I know. Or, or I know. Or I get that all the time. I get that all the time. Yeah. Uh, you're a good-looking man. No, see, you're a very attractive. You man. are so a beautiful just man. To know each other, no, guys. I want you guys. You are a beautiful man. Just, uh, Even though you guys are complimenting each other, it's still a very vain conversation. <laughs> 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 you're an attractive man. We do look alike. Right, right. right. We yeah. are. Yes, yes. You guys leave, but the sound guy. You, you should <laughs> stay. You can stay. You should yeah, definitely you should have stay. fun with your jawlines, assholes. I will have fun with it. Yes. I will. Uh, but also, uh, 
uh, excellent work in uh, in the Weird Al. Uh, oh. uh, weird, the weird, weird, yeah. Where uh, we we co-starred. I played the bass player in the band. Oh my god, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Yes, yes. Yeah, that yeah was me, fun. me and Aaron on set had a blast. Uh, <laughs> I tell people all the time. Close personal friend Aaron Paul and I on the set with <laughs> Matt Jones. I don't recall you guys interacting that much on the. Uh, I say something to him, yeah, yeah, and then he yeah. responds. Yeah, and yeah. behind the scenes, we really just yeah, yeah. you hit it off. Yeah, 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 it was good. It was so much fun though. It was a. It was. I was. I skipped work to go do it. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, it still holds up too. I just watched it recently. Yeah, like in Mary Steenburgen, and yeah. the guy who made that, the guy who wrote directed that, just had a baby girl. He did. Yes, just the other day Erica on 420. Yeah. He's gonna name her uh, Weed Hitler Columbine. I really hope that's not um, <laughs> the name that she's gonna get. It's too late. He <laughs> said he said it as a joke right away. They put it in the books. It's all oh, done. Oh wow, yeah. yeah, it's done. It's done. Wait, I didn't mean it. It was already. Oh uh, well, now turning back. Yeah, so now it's Hitler Columbine uh, 420. I didn't mean. <laughs> I didn't uh, wait, stop. Wait, where wait, are you stop, going? Stop. Please, please, please. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, oh wow, fuck it. By the time she's old enough for anyone to really use that name, it'll enough time will have passed. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes. so much time, so much time. No, who's still going to be upset about those horrible things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the but, Jews in Colorado. I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, so you, I, you know, I, I've seen your, I've seen your work for for quite a while now, and and for a long time. If you look at your IMDb page, which I did, there's yeah. like 50 or 60 credits, yeah, and there's just. A bunch of years where it's where it's just guest star, guest star, guest uh-huh. star, pretty much on everything. Yeah. So what what you know what were you during those times? Was it kind of like, all right, the next the next thing's got to be the thing, or were you just happy in the moment to I be would, working? You know, to be honest, I was just happy to be working. There were so many times where I, I wasn't working. So anytime I would get you know five lines on on something, I'd be like, yes, I gotta <laughs> pretend to be someone else. You know, I don't know. It's it's good, but I was also doing commercials on the side, yeah. so I was never really struggling financially. But commercials, I mean, for me, that's not really what I wanted to do. And I had, a, you know, I still have a lot of friends that just live off of it's commercials. A miserable experience, the auditioning <laughs> process. Oh, the, yeah, the audition. I mean, it's just such a catacall, you oh, know. Yeah. I mean, it's such a shit show. You you never know. I mean, it's just a a look thing. You yeah. Know? When you walk in and they go, just act surprised. You go, huh? And yeah. they go, thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. E- yeah. Exactly. I mean, yeah. the worst, the, uh, one of the worst commercial castings was for Tic Tac. Do you remember the Tic Tac commercial where you're acting like you're balancing a bunch of Tic Tacs on your tongue? Have you yeah. seen those? And they're like, oh, could you just act like you're really balancing a high row of Tic Tacs? And they, they're like, stick your tongue out really far, like really move around. I'm like, wow, this is not what Did I wanted. You had one where I'd, uh, like, they're like, just you're really into this uh, ice cream cone and you're really just. <laughs> Looking at, I was like, so just like, uh, and I like, just do it for a while, and then it was just, it, and then the whole realization of like, I'm in a room with a guy and a camera going, uh, uh, <laughs> like fucking faking it. So, then, yeah, that was the last one I ever went on. Are you sure this is what the uh, Ben and Jerry's people want? Mm-hmm. Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Leave the basement. Is that allowed? Those, you mean my friends Ben and Jerry? Yeah, that's what they jerk off to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just keep sucking the fake cone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I gave up. Uh, I had to give up commercial auditions years ago because it just it crushed. It really hurts your soul. It, you, it eats away. It at your really soul. does because you feel. Yeah, I can't even watch them anymore. I just fast forward right past. <laughs> yeah, I was you so traumatized. Yeah. yeah, but uh, I, I just you know you go to those giant casting studios and every corner it's. It's almost like it's almost like a like a Noah's Ark where it's like okay, all the four year olds over yes, there, all the all bi- the African American males over there, yeah, it's all such the a bizarre world that you know we we live in. But some guys, if you can crack that code, oh yeah, 
There it's, is like some sort of strange method. I mean, you know, like when you start booking commercials, yeah. you'll get back to back to back, and then it'll just be a dry spell for a while, and then you know, I don't know, it's just a strange world. What's another like a guy that's on that played Badger on Breaking Bad? Like he, uh, oh yeah, he's on commercials all the time, all over the place. Yeah, but then he'll just and he'll be just absent for a while, yeah. and then you'll see like you'll either hear him or see him on like three more commercials. Yeah, I don't think I ever booked any. I think. When I was really young, I think I booked like a slice commercial. Yeah. And I was like, "Man, I'm in the I'm in the green now." Yeah. And like, yeah. A couple thousand dollars over the course yeah. of a year, you know. <laughs> like, ah. My I, first my first job ever was a Kellogg's Corn Pops commercial. Sure. And I got to do that classic line, got to have my pops. But um, I haven't I haven't eaten. Did you corn sell pops it a little better than that? Because yeah, I did. I did. You gotta admit <laughs> the but. classic line we all know and love, made yeah. popular by me. <laughs> did they? Did people? Did people know you? They're like, would you be in the store? And they're like, hey, it's the guy to have my pops oh guy. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm so glad that those days are over. Because <laughs> it was just go, bitch, bitch. Yeah. Now they're like, dude, say bitch, please call me a bitch. <laughs> call my wife a bitch. I'm gonna call her. I'm gonna call her. Just tell her it's you. No, yeah. please, I'm not a puppet. Please, I'm not your. I am not your puppet, please. But now, I mean, I still get, wait, we went to school together, right? But before, all the time, oh, hey, good to see you. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. We don't know each other. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And then, so finally, uh, was Breaking Bad, was was this really the show that kind of like, that kind of broke everything for you? Yeah, I I think so. I mean, I think uh, Big Love kind of opened up. Oh, yeah, you were great on that. And so many people just thought I was creepy. I think it was. I think it was the hair. Maybe they parted down the center. I don't know. Or the dating the teenage girl. Right. Or, or yeah. Or that. But um, no, 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 no. no. I, you know, I don't think it was that. So I think maybe it was the hair. Um, but yeah, I mean, this definitely um, is above and beyond anything that I've ever ever done. So proud to be a part of this show because I'm. I mean, I'm such a huge fan of the show. Well, it really is an amazing feat in in this business to get a job, have it be successful. And then be able to be really proud of what of yeah. what of what you do. It's such a that's a that's a rare trifecta gift yeah. that that so few people get in this business. Yeah, it's so rare. So I mean, I don't know what I'm going to do after this. I mean, I constantly joke around with my fiance. She runs a nonprofit, so I'm like, maybe I can just you know, kind of hang out with you and just do that <laughs> and just retire the whole acting. Thing. Ah, you're one of those. You could go into movies. Yeah, we'll see, man. I don't. You never know. I'm I'm trying. We'll no, see. it's going to be good. You could do the. You could, you could go into movies. You could like knock Jeremy Renner off the. Uh, <laughs> oh man! Take those, take those, those. You could be Hawkeye. Oh, you could be Hawkeye. You could be fucking Hawkeye. Why aren't I Hawkeye? <laughs> I mean, let's discuss. You know what we should do? We should just for YouTube. We should take the Avengers and just cut you into all the scenes <laughs> yes. and be like, see, see, I can do this. Just like what Carson did with we'll Fillion it, on the Green the Green Lantern. We'll make it look like we'll like make it look really shitty. Like he made it on his own. Like, listen, this is why I should be Hawkeye if they do another Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> really bad compositing. I feel like that thing that Jim Carrey did for Man on the Moon, but instead of for just the casting people, just for the world. Yes, yeah, exactly. The world. That's how T.J. Miller got in the Yogi Bear movie. <laughs> so, there <laughs> I mean, are success stories. Yeah, our friend T.J. Miller auditioned for the Yogi Bear movie, and he yeah. dressed as a, the ranger. With a really? Live, with a live bear. Yeah. <laughs> and made a video of himself as the ranger with a live bear. Really? And sent yeah. it in? It just sent it in as a joke. And he got it. And then, yeah. <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah, he, like, he has this whole story where he talks about, like, it's like he did it as a joke, and then, like, they're like, hey, we actually want to see you for this. And he's all, wouldn't that be funny? 
if like I went in for the actual audition because of this dumb video I made. Then he went in, and they're like, we want to see you again. He's all, wouldn't that be funny if I actually got the part because of this dumb video I made? And then he got the part. Wow. Yeah. Yep. That's amazing. So audition with bears, I guess, yeah. is the takeaway. All right. Do you have time? Do you even have time to audition for film right now, or is, or is Breaking Bad the, the the most of your year? Yeah, I mean Breaking Bad is usually it's a little different this year because we're only doing eight, but usually it's about six months out of the year. So uh, during shooting, I'm not really auditioning. I mean, I'm, I may uh, read some scripts here or there, but um, I'm basically out in New Mexico for six months out of the year. How do you, at the end of a day, are you super emotionally sensitive in the sense that uh, do do you? At the end of your day, when you're shooting the kind of stuff you're shooting, are you able to scrub it off, or does it just stick with you the rest uh, of the night? You know, I, I used to. I think I used to just take myself way too seriously, and so I tried to stay in the character almost the entirety of uh, shooting a season, yeah. which is is just not healthy. You know, <laughs> I, I, I'm like, you know, I, I somewhat method, but maybe I shouldn't be that method. But now, I mean, Brian's definitely taught me. He, you, you have to leave it on set because if you don't, you're just going to drive yourself crazy because yeah. he's, I mean, it's, I mean, all these characters, but Jesse in particular, he's just such a, such an emotional wreck at times yeah. and he's just constantly getting his ass kicked or constantly just trying to keep his head above water, you know, so it's a, it's just, it's a constant struggle. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I think it's pretty cool that for all intents and purposes, I think you know the the initial sort of concept of the show was going to be it's all about Walter, and then it really is kind of about you guys. Like yeah. it, it's it's like you really you really managed when people talk about the show, they don't just say, oh yeah, Walter. You know, they say well, they talk about Jesse Pinkman too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean Jesse was supposed to you know I'm sure you know Jesse was supposed to die at in the first season, yep. and I didn't know this when we started shooting. Um, they told me when we were almost done, I hadn't read the final script yet, but Vince brought me over and he said, hey, listen, I just want to let you know Jesse's going to die at the end of this season. And my heart just dropped, you know, because I was like, wait, is that still happening? You know, they're like, no, 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 no. we want to keep you around. We just love the kind of tug of war element that Walt and Jesse have. And so we're just going to, you know, roll with it. But every year they constantly tease me, uh. you know, oh, have you read the next episode yet? <laughs> like Brian in the middle of the third season, he came up, uh, came up to me out of nowhere and he had this like, kind of like sad, just like serious face. And he comes up, <laughs> grabs my hand and then pulls me close for like a big passionate hug. I'm like, hey, man. And he just like really held it. And I go, is everything okay? He's like, man, it's been, it has been, it has been such a pleasure, pleasure working with you. And I go, yeah, man, it's been so much fun, right? What a crazy ride. I mean, we're so lucky. And he goes, yeah, man. But you know what? Things are going to be like, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. And I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? He goes, he goes, <laughs> he goes, you, you, you read it, right? You read it. It was just sent out. And I go, no, I haven't read anything. He's like, oh, well, just. I'm so I'm no I, I'm so, oh, and then so he just, and then he just walks off. He doesn't even tell me. And I'm like, whoa, that was really that was really serious. Was he joking? And then of course I I had to run and get my script and flip through it, and I was fine. But. Oh man, did he ever? Say anything afterwards? Or oh, like, he, I mean, I went up to him like you bastard. Oh, I read, and he just started laughing and ran off. You know, <laughs> exactly. He does, he, you know, he's he's Cranston. He does those those sort of things. I mean, it's hard enough because you never have any. You know, it's so hard to feel any security in this business whatsoever. And it's and true. and I don't know how actors who are already, 
you know, there's a lot of insecurity and a lot of uh, sensitivity and, yeah. you know, so to put these kinds of people into this structure of a business, yeah. it's just such a toxic mix. It is such a toxic mix and actors, they're already all so fucking nuts. <laughs> you know, and insecure and just out of their minds and yeah. uh, you know, they just want to pretend like there's someone else, you know, and yeah. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's just a mess. Have you found, has this, has this show kind of helped cure any of that at all? I mean, do you feel more comfortable now coming out? Yeah, I mean, I definitely, you know, I gotta admit, I mean, coming onto the show, uh, I didn't think I was a horrible actor. I mean, I thought it was okay, but uh, I've learned so much from this show, and um, I've learned so much from Brian, just working. I mean, it's like, you know, I mean, I'm stroking him right now, but uh, it's true, <laughs> he's, he's, uh, He's amazing to watch, and I definitely take away something new um, every episode from him, truly. And yeah, uh, yeah and I, I think when I leave the show, I, I look back and I'm very proud of the work that everyone has done. I mean, I think everyone on this show is is at the top of their game. So. Yeah, it's a perfect show. It's just it's just such a perfect show. There's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> I love the show so much. Do you know anything on what's happening this season? No, I was actually kind of worried when Chris said we were coming out to do this. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to see that, like, you know, maybe one of them has like a crease on his head from an eye patch they're wearing that's gonna give something away. Yeah. Like I didn't, like I was so, when you guys showed it, I was like, all right, all right, yeah. nothing's wrong with Jesse, nothing's wrong yeah. with we don't, we Walter. Don't, we don't know anything and, it, and it's really, it's it's hard to, I mean you guys do, I think you do a pretty good job of keeping a lid yeah. on stuff. Yeah, they're very, very serious this year. Like with not allowing, you know, strangers to come to set. They used to, you know, give out uh, set visits for charity and so they're like, no, we can't. We can't. Oh, like we gotta really keep it on the down low. But I gotta tell you, the each season, you know, as you guys know, each season does like raise the stakes, and each season does get darker. And yeah. this season is so unbelievably dark. I mean, just just you just see it. I mean, it's not like. I don't want to. I don't want to say anything, yeah. but it just it gets so intense. What's great about that? That was the, the darker, more serious, and the when all the stakes are just insanely raised. It's just the the laugh, the laughs, and the jokes in the show just seem to be even better, right? Because like just the the, the really yeah exactly. Yeah. It's just the show is just like got like so good at both. You know. Yeah. Like giving you like the like quality laughs. Yeah. In, a, in an episode, but yeah. just still that like episode when you're done. You're just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> but I was, I was catching up, like, first two seasons. I was just watching them all in a row. Like, mm. But I was supposed to watch it with my girlfriend. and so, But I was keeping it a secret from her. So I, at the same time, I was kind of living the life of Walter White. Yeah. Just like, like, it's like, what'd you do today? I just worked on a bunch of stuff. I mean, I don't know if watching a series ahead of your girlfriend is quite the life of Walter White. I know. But isn't it funny comparison? As if it was a joke I said. <laughs> Murder and meth and cancer are the yeah. same it's as... It's not real, Chris. It's a Netflix. television show. <laughs> no, it's... Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, it's like, but like, it's weird. It's kind of like uh, if you ever play like Grand Theft Auto for like a long period of time, and then you get into your car and start driving yeah. around. You're like, this is. I'm gonna fucking kill somebody. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't seem to fucking. That's how I felt like when watching all that show. I was like, I could. Oh, I just want to fucking do some more cocaine or something. Like you know, I just wanted to run over more. a hooker. Or yeah, something. I just wanted yeah. to do something bad. Yeah, yeah, that's a good show. <laughs> oh, they're jamming out there in the bowling center. Oh no, it's gonna get pretty intense. It is gonna, it yeah, is. It's, it's gonna be great. Do you guys have the whole bowling center? Yeah. This time? Oh, sweet. Yeah, we, we, every year we rent out the entire thing, and it's a, it's an open bar. So, yeah. you know, they I really. that already. Yeah, oh, That's good, good. don't work for Breaking Bad, so please don't. I did, I tried to pay. The guy's like, it's all on Brian. All right. Are they saying it's all on Brian? That's what the guy <laughs> It's all on Brian and Aaron, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> when I was trying to get in, I walked in, they're like, uh, your name, please. I'm like, uh, yeah, Aaron Paul. 
Like, uh, yeah, you're, uh, you're not on the, like, uh, well, I, I work on the I work on the show. They're like, well, you're not on the. And actually, someone that, that works with you guys. Like, oh no no no, he's fine he's fine. I'm like uh, Brian. And they're like, oh you're with Brian. I'm like, well Brian and I. He's good. Yeah, yeah Brian. Oh you're done. Yeah, yeah, he gets thing? all yeah, the yeah, credit. Come on in. <laughs> yeah. I know. I had the same. I had the same thing. I kind of had to. I kind of had to be like, no, 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 I'm supposed to, to be here. And I don't even work on Breaking Bad, and I'm still like, no, I, I'm positive I'm supposed to be here. And the guy's like, I don't. I kind of think, I felt like he just had a, a list of made-up names, <laughs> and no one was on it. And everyone had to go through that when they when they came in. We just I, walked in. Well, the guy asked if we were here for the party, and you were like, no. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't know there was really? a party. Yeah. Oh, so that was the walking. thing. You just, you just, yeah, just, just you, you know, you just yeah, walk just in like you own the place. Yeah, exactly. Albuquerque is a really interesting town. I we yeah. I spent the whole day walking around. It's it's nice and, and and it really. I mean, it's it's odd. It's it's like a time capsule from the '60s mm-hmm. when when you can tell that you know this area sprung up and everyone was crazy about Route 66, <laughs> all those <laughs> motels when they didn't have technology and we got excited about roads. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Uh, the dream will never die. Albuquerque. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, what? it is. It is. A, it is an interesting town. What do you do to like? Is it, how much time do you spend here? Uh, about six months out of the year. You so know, ballooning. Uh, what do you so, do? Yeah, I mean, I've uh, the first year I experienced all of Albuquerque and Santa Fe, like the surrounding towns. But what about then. the second week? <laughs> Second week, just you know, redid all the same <laughs> yeah, stuff yeah, I yeah. did the first week. No, and then I explored the the state. is a beautiful state. Yeah. It really, it's kind of like just this magical, spiritual um, place. Uh, the skies are endless. It's beautiful. I went to the zoo the other day. How was it? It was amazing. I got to play with a baby elephant. What? Yeah. Really? Go to the zoo. Play with the elephant. <laughs> All right, mom. Yeah. Go to the zoo. Go to the zoo. Play with the elephant. Yes. Hang out with the monkey. They won't stop you. Walk in yeah. just like you did the bowling center. Yeah, sure. yeah, I'm not exactly. here for the party, but yeah. uh, I have an elephant to meet. <laughs> yeah, it is. A, it is a nice. It's nice to come to a place where there's not a lot to obstruct your view, and the air yeah. is clean. Yeah. Uh, it is oppressively hot. I already got a nosebleed this morning. I haven't had a nosebleed. Really? In- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was shooting the pie. Ever Everyone, everyone was getting nosebleeds during the pilot. I got three, like three during the... I haven't had a nosebleed since I was like 11. And it's funny, you have when you're 11, you're like, yeah, whatever, I'm going to go out and play. But now you're like, this is a stroke. This is not... <laughs> yeah, <something laughs> sick. I, my you're brain not supposed hurts. to bleed yeah. from your face yeah, for no reason. Yeah, this is yeah. not good. And when you get a nosebleed, I mean, it just keeps coming. <laughs> it's just, pull, you feel it pouring out of your brain. Yeah, it feels weird. You're like, that blood's too close to my brain. Yeah, I think I'm going to need it. should. That's my eyes are right just there. Just feel yeah. the level in your brain. Your yeah. My brain's dry. <laughs> Does <laughs> 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 uh, was your fiance able to come out and stay with you for a while? Yeah, she. I mean, she. Uh, she she came works out. for a nonprofit. Of course, she was. Chris. <laughs> 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 yeah, they're very. What are you talking about? They get busy. Yeah, I know, but you can she, do it from yeah, anywhere. I mean, she travels. She, yeah, she travels a country uh, about nine months out of the year. Uh, so she's pretty. She's on the road all the time. Um, but yeah, she's she's able to come out um, every now and then, and so yeah. she she came out yesterday. She flew out um, yesterday morning, and she has to leave tomorrow because she's going to the East Coast. How much longer are you guys shooting? Uh, we're here until the end of June. Oh, you got a while. Yeah. Oh, I thought this was like a wrap. This is just like a, a mid mid. Yeah, we always do something in the mid, and then we do like a big wrap party. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, Putt-putt for the rat party. Uh, yeah, go- golf golf and stuff. Golf, yeah. Yeah. Before the big karate tournament. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> the regional karate tournament. <laughs> the regional karate tournament. You're supposed to do the big putt-putt match. I was dry. I mean, we, we walked up and down uh, old old downtown. Yeah, old town. The old town. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was really, it was really nice. Like, yeah. they really, like, there was some, they really kind of revitalized and, you know. 
It was hipstery, but it was it was okay. Yeah. Wasn't I mean, there's a there's bad. a great go kart track right down the road. What? It's actually an indoor <laughs> karting track that um. We were introduced to it one year because Brian rented it out for everybody. Oh, he's so nice. Like what he did tonight, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. What he did tonight. (laughs) To rent out this whole facility. (laughs) Are you sure you should even be here? Because your name was on the list, My name was on the list. Was I invited? I don't know. I just heard about uh, ice ice go-kart driving. Some guy was talking to this guy in England. He says there's a track where they just ice it out, and then you just Tokyo drift all over the place. Wow. Yeah, they don't it's have that not here. Just Tokyo drifting. You can just drift a car. No, no, no. It's Tokyo. It doesn't have to be Tokyo drifting. Yeah, it's Tokyo drift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They made a movie about it. I don't think they did. Torque. <laughs> torque. Was it torque? Torque. Torque. Maybe not. Tokyo drift. No. I love the idea. Oh, d- drive angry 3D. I, I, I love the idea of being of living in Los Angeles and constantly being told you can't come in places, and then coming to New Mexico to a bowling alley in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm sorry, you can't. You can't. You, you can't, can't come in here. Last night I was trying to get my friend to go to a bar, and he's all, "Well, my friend's wearing shorts. Is that cool?" I was like, "What kind of bar do you think I'm taking you to? <laughs> shorts are gonna be a problem. You think I'm a some kind of fucking asshole?" Oh, Sorry, yeah. man. No hats, no T-shirts, no shorts. There's places in L.A. like that where they... Yeah, but they, I don't yeah. fucking go there. I know. Fuck that. That's on the other side of La Brea. Yeah, but this place doesn't even... Uh, but, but in Albuquerque, we went to this place called Sadie's last night. Have you been to Sadie's? No. This, it's, it's this mega restaurant, and the food was it, it, one of the best burritos I've ever had really? in my life. Yeah. It was one of those where you see, like, total burnouts, and then another table will be... It was like there was prom, so it was a bunch of prom kids. Yeah, there's there so many prom kids all over the place last night. Like, just literally running through the streets. Yeah, and I asked, I go, hey, are you guys going to prom? And they look at me, they're like, no. I'm like, well, you guys... Uh, you guys Saturday look, finest, sir. You guys look nice. Uh, okay. We only dress like shit during the day, sir. At night, we How put on the Ritz. You. We're putting on the Ritz. What else is there to do here? What else is there to do? Uh, well, I mentioned go-karting. Um... <laughs> You can go uh, kart. You can play with baby elephant. That's you can pretty play much with baby it. elephant. Go karting. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, make a TV show. You can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, we don't really have much time um, time off, so I just that, fly. If I have a Friday off, I fly back to LA. Oh yeah. Of is course. it six day weeks or is it? A... No, it's it's Monday through Friday. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah. So if I get off in time, like to make a flight on Friday, I'll I'll just go. But yeah, um, yeah I don't know. We've been here for a long time. So, um, you'll miss it. I will. I mean, I, I have brought both Brian and I bought <clears throat> bought a place out here, um, second season. So I heard I think, you paid for yours, huh? I heard you paid for yours. Yeah, yeah I paid for mine. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Uh, oh, you know, ice. You know, Isotopes game is so fun. It's the Triple A League yeah, baseball. Yeah, I saw the uh, yeah. sign for the Isotopes. And it it yeah. is actually it's it's a blast. I mean, I haven't been to a Triple A game in. Wasn't there God, a Simpsons baseball team called the Isotopes? Yeah. Wasn't there? There is. Springfield Isotopes. Springfield Isotopes. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's their team. That is the Springfield team. Yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I think what's going to happen is someday in like 20 years, you might just be driving through and they like, I think I got to stop here for a while. I just really, you'll be so connected to this part, yeah. to this part of the country. It's so different from what we're, you, people forget how much room there, I'm about to take a road trip. Yeah, and I think people forget how much room there is in the country because you feel so jammed into the coastal regions, and you're yeah. like, "There's a fucking lot of space." There's if you a just lot have... of space, and like you'll you'll see, go outside. I mean, the skies are endless; it just goes on and on and on. And so, you know, the sun sets, and you know, it's the most beautiful thing that I've seen. I've never seen. You know, let's get romantic about it. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> let's be honest. Little fluffy clouds. Yeah, yeah. How long have you been in LA? 
Uh, 15 years. I moved out there when I was 17. Oh, nice. For a long time. I'm from Idaho. Oh, Idaho's great. Beautiful, yeah. The driving across the Panhandle, you know, I've spent I spent time in Driggs, Idaho, mm -hmm. which is just over from Jackson Hole. Yeah. And then the Panhandle of, you know, if, if you're going from like Washington, like all up there in the Pacific Northwest, you kind of cut down. It's gorgeous. Boise. Where yeah, that's where, where I'm from. The original Albertsons. Yes, the first Joe Albertsons. Albertsons. Yeah. 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 I played a show there at uh, like JR's Barbecue, some of that. Is that a place in uh, Boise? Oh. It's like, um, it's a. It's a bar that also like there's a guy out back with like the fucking smoke barrel barbecue setup. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, it's it's not like right in downtown, but it's kind of connected to the yeah, downtown. yeah, yeah. And there was chain, it was, it was the kind of bar where uh, there was chain link fence around the stage because uh, people did end up throwing bottles at us. Wow, I know, yeah. I know. It seems like a nice, friendly uh, place full of drugs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> how's a how's a how's a young boy, a seventeen year old boy from Idaho, make his way west to Los Angeles? Oh man, I don't you know what this accent was, by the way. <laughs> I like not how I you guys talk. I'm from I'm, Idaho. I knew I wanted to uh, move out to LA. So I think ever since uh, eighth grade was my first acting class, like in school. Yeah. And so I I started. I came from not you know we didn't really have any money growing up. My family didn't. So I started started saving up money from that point. And uh, when I went into high school, I got very serious. I was such a, the theater geek, I really. I mean, I had no life. I'd never had a girlfriend. <laughs> uh, it was just theater, you know? And I went to school uh, uh, an hour early so I could do an extra class so I can graduate early. So I graduated a year early. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. just, yeah, and just packed up my car at, at, at 17, and I think I had you know, just over $5,000 saved up, and that was like so much money. That is a lot of money when you're 17. Yeah. So much money. I, I worked such random. I mean, I worked. I was a pizza delivery boy. I uh, I was a mascot for two different radio stations, which was <laughs> hands down the worst job ever. I had a, no, no, no. Listen, I had a dress. I jumped around in a giant frog suit dressed. <laughs> no, this, and the frog was dressed up as like a country Garth Brooks. So he had a big cowboy hat on. But listen, I made ten bucks an hour. That's pretty. And that ten like ten bu bucks an hour when you're seventeen. Ten bucks an hour yeah. was a lot. And I started that job when I was like I think fifteen. You know. Were you doing the uh, the mascots at the same time? Yeah, yeah, I would do. Did they have a problem with that, or did they? No, no, no it was actually owned by the same Citadel. Owned oh, okay. both of the radio stations. One was like a, you know, just like a rock station like top 100 whatever or top 20 um i dress up as a giant tukey bird which that was the worst because <laughs> the nose was so giant and the the thing that i was looking out of was just, just this thick mesh so i could barely see but everyone would try and like hit the back of my head so the head would fly off and i would like try and flip around but my body was so big and so like, i i always knew they were behind me but I could never see them. That is an amazing. Yeah. You're just behind that mesh. Just yeah, going, I'm like, stop hitting my head. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, there's cut nothing to, you can do about you, it. And it's just you in an empty parking lot thinking yeah. someone's yeah. constantly exactly. turning around. Please, stop it. <laughs> you're saying to them, I'm going to Hollywood someday. Like, yeah, yeah just uh, follow your nose. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> do they know, do, do those radio stations still exist? Do they know that you were the guy who was in the, do they have any? Yeah, actually, how I got my, uh, how I got the job, my, my mom uh, is a General sales manager at these radio stations. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so she she hooked it up. But she still working radio? Yeah. How is what 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 are her thoughts on the sort of you know like is is she doing okay still with radio or no? It's it's a I mean because she works on commission. Yeah. And it's rough. It's rough out there. No one's buying you know ads anymore. Who would have thought radio would just start to go away? I know. Yeah. Radio has been around forever. 
you can in LA they're starting they're opening up more uh, more stations like or like there's going to be like pirate stations available right. on the streams. Say the guys cool. who do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> How come radio's not doing so hot? <laughs> yeah. yeah, something to do with all this free content we're putting online. <laughs> no, no, Oh my God, we're taking food out of your mother's mouth. I apologize. Please forgive me, Aaron. What the hell am I doing? Here? I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're literally killing your mother with podcasts. Uh, but it, but it is it. I've, I wish I had the the sort of the gumption at a young age. I mean, that's a pretty focused decision to make as an eighth grader, to go. Yeah. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to save all my money. I'm going to fucking do it. Well, you know, in, in eighth grade, uh, and I'm sure all these schools had it. You know, um, like career day, where you meet different people from yeah. different careers. Yeah. And you fill out, uh, you know, like a multiple choice like questionnaire, and at the end, you tally it up, and they're like, well, this kind of best fits you and mine said the arts mm -hmm. but they didn't have anything for the arts for me to go kind of ask questions about and I'm like that's that's interesting but then once I started high school I um, just uh, you know the advanced theater group was only they only allowed jun juniors and seniors mm -hmm. um, and they were the only ones allowed to do the actual school like plays and so I beg begged and pleaded uh, to allow myself to audition in front of these these students, I asked my teacher, I'm "Like, will you please like just ask them, see if it's okay?" And so they said it was okay, and I I did some you know monologue in front of them. They're like, "Yeah, come come join." And so I took it very seriously and uh, and went out. My mom drove out with me when I was 17. I had an apartment, little studio apartment in North Hollywood, set up, and she helped me move in. And literally, the day we were moving in was the huge shootout on Laurel, oh, Laurel Canyon. the bank. The big North Hollywood shootout. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was two blocks uh, uh, from, because I was on Laurel and Burbank, and it was just, oh, shit. just, well, just Well, 15 south. years ago was really kind of before they, it transformed to the NoHo Arts District. No like, right. it was not a great area no, it was of not. town. It was not at all. <laughs> uh, much different now, but my mom's like, oh, my God. What yeah. have I done? You know, <laughs> Seventeen, you you know you think you really are an adult, but truly you're 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 kind of an infant. You know you're still you can't kind even of... buy cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. you can't or even vote. buy cigarettes. Yeah. Uh, but but I don't know. Like I mean, I feel like a kid who was that focused and saved money and planned. I feel like you're a little better off than just some. Yeah, I mean my you know she she knew like I was you know I, she knew I was okay. She's like, I think it's an important because a lot of people who listen to the show or you know like they they. They're performers or writers, or they want to create stuff. And a lot of people, I'm sure, live in a small town, yeah. you know, or just live in, live somewhere where the thing they want to do isn't readily accessible. And then you hear your story, and you're like, "Yeah, you just had a plan, you stayed with it, and you took some risks, and then that was it. It yeah. just that was the thing." Because a lot of people, go, I don't know how to, how do you do what you do? Like, you just gotta, you just gotta do it. That, that's the question I get asked all the time. Like, wow, that must have been so scary. Like, was that was that a hard decision? No, I mean, I mean, I think everyone has a dream, right? You just you got to fight for it. It's, you know, it's not scary. Like, you do it, and you don't think about how you don't stupid think, and scary it yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. You don't think about it. You just go for it. Well, it's hard, and I think a lot of people get they get stuck in a town sort of like being stuck in a crappy relationship where it's yeah. just like, oh, I know, I, you know. And now I, God, oh. I should probably get out of this, but, but it's comfortable. I don't know. It's comfortable. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> 
Kyle Kinane uh, has a funny bit about the suburbs where he's talking about like it's like you know all these guys that come from like really shitty, <laughs> really shitty um, like you know like neighborhoods and like it's like there was crime everywhere. I had to get out. He's all that's a good excuse to get out. I come from the suburbs where you know you're just riding your bike smoking pot and talking about Star Wars and all of a sudden you're 36. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's true. You're still young. You're only 32, like 31, yeah. 32? 32. Well, actually, I'm staying in the hotel. The hotel I'm staying in tonight was the last hotel I stayed in before I moved to L.A. When I drove out. Oh, really? The Santa really? Fe Sheridan. That was the last hotel I stayed in before I Did you little, 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 Did you write something on the wall like Shawshank? No, no. It's like up in the top. Brooks was here. Brooks was oh, here. Oh, uh, <laughs> fuck. Oh, well. I should have listened to myself last time and not gone to Chili's last night. <laughs> Why? What happened? Listen to this. Chili's, they forgot to put a fork and knife in my meal that I brought to my hotel room, so I just ate it with my hands. <laughs> it was a steak. <laughs> That could I call somebody called. to bring up utensils. Listen, I wasn't going to bother someone, so right, I just... Right. No, you know, Matt sat in his hotel room eating a steak with his hands, watching Frasier reruns on his laptop. Yeah, yeah sometimes you got to live, you know? Yeah. I don't know what to do with those toss salad scrambled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> the blues are calling again. Oh, oh buddy. Yeah. So what do you... you... <laughs> <laughs> I did... Good night, Seattle. Good night, Seattle. <laughs> Oh, it's not even, it's not even, like, if you paint the entire picture, yeah. it really becomes more comfortable. I was alone in a motel in Albuquerque eating a it's steak a with my hands. Let's, come on. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to downgrade you. I'm sorry I downgraded you. Uh, do you think you want to do comedy next, or do you think? I would, I mean, I would love to do comedy, but I just don't find myself funny. Really? Yeah. But maybe that's what would make you good for comedy is if you played it super straight. Yeah, I mean, I like the uh, I like the humor on on Breaking Bad because it's just it's just real, honest humor, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I I can't find myself doing kind of like the slapsticky. It's type. the difference between situational humor and, and jokes. Yeah. Of yeah. having of hitting jokes. Did you ever audition for? Uh, did you ever go through pilot season audition for sitcoms or were yes, you just a drama and I've guy? Yeah, I've done I've done some pilots that were you know uh, for camera in front of an audience and. The adrenaline is, you know, you can't compare it to anything else. I mean, it's great, like, going up in front of a whole crowd and hoping they would laugh, and, you know, sometimes they do. But, right. Um, I don't know. Uh, I would like to do comedy. I think it would be great. I always find myself gravitating towards really dark, kind of just intense shit, but um, I, don't know, I just find that stuff so interesting. And uh, this is the last season of Breaking Bad coming up. Not, not really. Oh, good. Yeah, no. Let's oh. let's, let's be honest. Okay, good. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna set the record straight. Because a lot of people were saying like yeah, it's the final no, season no, coming no, up. That we have, we have two seasons left. We have 16 episodes left. Oh, good. But it's it's gonna be eight episodes starting to air mid July. Okay. Right? Like July 16th or 17th, something like that, right around there. That's yeah. Sunday, right around there. And then the final eight that we're gonna start shooting. Uh, way after these are done airing, uh, we start shooting at the mid or end November. Okay, good. Um, well, then, that'll make people happy. Yeah, and those will air, uh, I, th I believe, next July. Oh, good, good. Yeah. Uh, how's it so fucked up? It is going to get no way so. Well, you just you have to. I, I always wonder. I really want to. I've never met Vince Gilligan, and I've always I just always want to talk to him. And I it, because it's as a writer. How do you maintain a level of intensity when you start getting into like four, five, six seasons where yeah. it's like, because every season is going to have to end a little bit bigger than the previous season, yeah. and then all of a sudden it's just like exponential intensity by the sixth season. So well, how do you... eventually Frasier moved to Chicago. No, Matt, we're not talking about oh, Frasier That's 11 anymore. seasons. I mean, they did a really good job. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 sorry. Oh, Pro Shop. 
We're in the pro we shop. just answer it. It's Vallejo. It's Christine Vallejo. Christine oh, Vallejo. Christine. She went, where's my ball, motherfucker? <laughs> it's Silva. Where's my Captain America ball? <laughs> bitch! I mean, I didn't, oh, sorry. I didn't mean bitch. to say that. I didn't mean to say that. Also, oh, this looks like a Pokemon ball. What, that basketball? That yeah. basketing ball? Yeah, it's the same yeah, colors. Yes. I don't know much you about Pokemon. Like Pokemon. I'm just, uh, just trying to relate to our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> it looks more like uh, our web crawling friend Spider Man than it does anything else. No. Have you seen Vince do interviews? Have you seen. He did a podcast on our network called the Nerdist Writers Panel mm-hmm. that my friend Ben Blacker does, and uh, apparently he was, he was he was amazing. Yeah. And But but just, just to go for. I mean, like, X Files? I mean. Breaking Bad? Yeah. I mean, it's. I love seeing a guy like that where you go, oh, it wasn't an accident. It was yeah, not an accident. Yeah. You're just this fucking good. He's just, I mean, he's so, and he's hes just the nicest guy. You're like, where do you come up with this? Yeah. You know? You, you wonder what's going on deep, <laughs> deep in the core. Well, there's another, I feel like there's another level of, which, I mean, it really is kind of lucky to work with cool people, but for you as a, as a, as a young actor, you know, coming onto the show, that everyone was cool. And there was that there's not like a douchebag in the bunch. It's yeah. just a nice lesson of like, oh, you can be cool. You don't yeah, have to be a you cock. You don't have to be such a dick. Yeah. You know? And uh, if you if you have a showrunner that's just an asshole, the it just bleeds down to everybody else, and it's like, oh, it's just miserable. Have you had that before? Um, you don't have to say who. No, I mean actually, showrunners. Um, I mean, I know some showrunners that are like that. Yeah. For sure. Have I worked with them? Not not really. Um, like on Big Love, uh, Matt and Will, they're the greatest guys. Like could not be nicer. But. Um, Everyone. I mean, if Brian was an asshole, I mean, it would just be miserable. Yeah. Because you know, every day I'm working with him, but he's just constantly pr- pulling pranks, making dick jokes. You know, it's just it's just so random. Telling and, people they're fired. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Taking yeah. all the credit for yeah. a thing that yeah. you did. You know, I rented out this bowling alley with him. <laughs> I mean, I put Aaron's name on the invitation yeah. to just make him feel like he was it's part of the be group. Uh, I rented that bowling alley out with Brian Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> But it's like he's right at the end of that before he dies. That's how he said it. I ran the ball. I did it, man. Damn. I don't know how like you hear these horror stories of productions, just like like Moonlighting or any of those shows where it's like, oh yeah, the stars couldn't even be in the same fucking room with each other. Like, how do you even go to work like that? Yeah, Yeah, I know. Like, I love Lucy. You know, towards the end of I Love Lucy, weren't they just hating each other? Yeah, that's like they were getting a divorce. Yeah, Yeah. it's just like, oh god. And every day they have to go and pretend that they love each other. I feel that way about uh, the last season of Dexter. Since like you oh, know they split up, they split up. Right, like they were they got together during the show. They split up and they first of sl- all, bad idea to date. Bad idea to date your co-star when bad you're still working. Idea. Bad idea. Yeah. Because of because of stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And for some reason that was like the most intimate scenes they had out of the whole series. Like they had to make out in like some weird dream sequence, and like that's got to be the fucking worst. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this guy can't be cool. Especially if you have like a new girlfriend too, and you're like, right. yeah, yeah, there's a scene yeah, I have to make out with my ex-wife. Hey, remember when we did this legally? For real? Because we were married, yes. and now we're not together, yes. and we have to crawl all over each other. <laughs> Let's remember happier times with Jimmy Smits. <laughs> <laughs> that was season three. It was. Is it season three? Four. What are you watching right now? Are you watch? You even have? Do you have time? I loved actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm actually rewatching Lost for the third time. Oh, nice. I, my friend's doing the same thing. It is. I mean, yeah. did you guys you guys watch that? Of show? course. Yeah. It's, it is so brilliant. My fiance has never seen it, so we're on season four right now. It's a good show to go back and watch again because of you just forget so much stuff you, that you get to go back yeah. and go, oh, oh that's why that's that right. ship, that, that the painting right. of the Black yeah. Rock was in the background. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cause the uh, oh. Yeah. 
It's so good. It's yeah, so. And then Game of Thrones. Fucking loving Game of Thrones. Peter My Dinklage. God. I can love that man. Dude, he's brilliant. I've actually only seen. Don't I haven't seen any of the uh, the second season, and I'm only I'm not even completed with the first season. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. So I just started. But um, yeah. Well, he gets way more badass. He's just. Badass. And you still want to fucking Always. murder that kid, the blonde kid. Oh my god! What? I mean, that pilot, the first episode. I could not believe how much <laughs> shit. <laughs> Went on. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Is, are you sure this is the first episode? Yeah, you know? I had to watch it. And then it. that relationship, the, the brother-sister relationship, my God. Yeah. No, it's fucking... Different time then, you guys. Yeah, it's just such a history. different time. Real history. Yeah. Time. Yeah. It was okay to yeah. fuck your sister. Yeah. Also on Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> is there any kind of... Uh, is there anything else you, you want to... I mean, when you're sort of looking ahead, you must have agents whispering in your ear like, oh man, you gotta be thinking about, uh, we gotta start planning, hey, you wanna, is anyone yeah. doing that to you? Yeah, they are, and I just... Because uh, you're gonna get scripts. And I get, I get, I, I do get scripts, and just so many scripts come my way, like, oh, hey, player lovable drug addict. You know, I'm just like, well, that's a stretch. Archer, yeah, 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 and so I'm just trying to stay as far away from that as possible. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's so refreshing to finally be at a, a point in my career where, I can kind of be more picky than I have been, yeah. rather than just taking any job that comes my way. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm just gonna just take it slow and um, try and do some kind of gritty, honest indies at the point. And that's that's a, I think that's a good. I think that's a good plan. Because I mean, as someone who has never had a dramatic career, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but 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 just as a, as a, as an audience, as a viewer of people that I like, I feel like sometimes they get sucked in the trap where it's like they come off a really great role or yeah. a great show. And then they just take something only because it's a starring role in right. something, rather than really being the best kind of role. Because I'm sure their agents are like, "You're a star, man. You gotta fucking, you gotta drive this thing yourself." And like, yeah. oh, and I really should have probably taken the really cool character thing that was yeah. a little bit smaller of a part and a low, yeah. lower profile movie. I mean, I'm very much uh, just a character actor. That's all I want to do. Just very charactery um, roles that are completely opposite from me. I'm not by any means any sort of leading man type guy. I just want to do just interesting, kind of crazy, off the beaten path type roles. Does the, the does the celebrity thing feel weird? Does it get in the way, or does it do, I, is it is it kind of like I hate it. I hate it. Uh, to be honest, I just uh, yeah. Especially it's so strange in Albuquerque because the first couple seasons you could go anywhere and be fine, uh, but now it's just. I mean, people watch the show across, you know, America or across the world, really. But yeah. in Albuquerque, it feels like every single human being watches the show. Well, besides the guy with the the the, the list. <laughs> but, uh, but you found the one guy. Yeah, the yeah. one guy. One guy. It's it's just hard, you know. I mean, it's great that people are supporting and they love the show. And um, but I don't. I I don't. I never have liked attention. I think it's weird because you know some people would go, oh yeah, it's real hard being famous, it's real hard, but you go, yeah, but I think what, what a lot of those people don't understand is that you, I, and I'm not, I'm not saying I get it a lot, but, but I've, but people I know who are, who've achieved a, lot, a degree of success, yeah. they just kind of feel exposed all the time, like yeah. everything, people just kind of living under a microscope and Anything yeah. they do, if it's not exactly what people want to see, they're like, that guy's a fucking dick. And you're like, it's just, <laughs> I'm having, having a bad day. Yeah. Please, I'm yeah, Please me. don't judge me. You know, it's, it's, it is tough. And I can't even imagine what it's like for 
you know, like the Matt Damons or the... Well, they just like, don't go out. They just, yeah, they live, on, you know, in some castle somewhere. You know. Yeah, they're all, all their houses are connected by tubes. <laughs> they're like <laughs> hamsters. They can't yeah. see the sun, right? They disappear? Right, 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 right. Yeah, the yeah. Ralph's on Sunset, there's a tube that goes... <laughs> well, there's a, there's a celebrity grocery store yeah, underneath. Underneath. Yeah, where they they buy all the, the, the special <laughs> things that we can't get. Yeah, of course. As yeah. as people, I think that's good though. I think I think not really wanting the celebrity part. I think that'll help. I think that'll help you make good acting yeah. choices rather than famous choices, yeah. which are they're different. Those are different things. It's, it's totally different. I mean, you look at, uh, uh, for example, uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah. At the beginning of, or maybe not the beginning of his career, but the height of his career. He was doing really good. Like good stuff, you know. Yeah. He, he he won an Oscar. I mean, he's he was a good. He's a great actor. But then he started taking roles. I, I don't know if it's for just exposure or for the money or you know working with chimps or whatever. <laughs> Snow dogs. Yeah, you know, it's just. And then his career just like took a dive. Yeah. He struggled because he's still he's still great, but he's just struggling to kind of make his way back. Well, and, I think that's what it was. Is that a lot of times, like you know, they'll talk about the Oscar curse. Like if someone, if a young actor like gets an Oscar right yeah. off the, you know, pretty right off the bat then there's sort of a downhill and I think it's just I think a lot of it has to do with like not great planning or having I mean I, I don't know or having a, having not the right career path and wanting to be yeah. more famous and then actually wanting to be an actor yeah, exactly but uh, but I don't know I mean I don't know what it's like in that in that realm I mean so many things have to happen for a movie to be good I don't even know how yeah, anyone it, gets exactly. it's, it's you, kind you of a crap never, you never know I mean when I read Breaking Bad I it was hands down the best pilot that I've read, possibly the best thing that I've read at that at that point for sure. Um, but I didn't think it was gonna have a chance in hell to see the light of day because I never had seen any sort of television program like that air. Um, but I still had to, you know, just fight for it. And then you, then once you book it, you, you you feel like you're a part of something special. And and uh, but with our DPs and just our directors, it just all came together in the cast and. It just, you know, I don't know, it's just uh, kind of magical and you just, you never know if something's going to hit and then uh, it's slowly but surely kind of taking off and each season, you know, we kind of grab more viewers and... How many, uh, how, how many auditions, what was the audition process for the show? Uh, the first meeting I had was with Vince and they said, read the script and just pick uh, two scenes from the script, any scenes you want. And uh, so I picked a couple scenes. I met with Vince and Melissa Bernstein in the casting. And I had worked with Melissa Bernstein, one of our producers, before years ago on a short film. And so it was already like kind of a warm room. And I did an episode of X-Files also years ago. Uh, it wasn't one of Vince's episodes, but it was uh, Tom Snows, who actually is a writer on our show now. But he wrote that episode and I played Sky Commander Winky. And that was Vince's nickname in college. And so he's like, oh my God, it was such like a warm room already. Oh, so it just broke the ice. And uh, I think he was really fighting for me even before I read, to be honest. He's like, I just, I hope he does a good job, you know? <laughs> and then he's like, that's great, you know, just how about you study the scene, go down the hallway, come in whenever you're ready. And so I did. And, um, and then I had one more audition after that, which was the test. And it was, you know, three other guys. And uh, I found out usually find out kind of right away, but I they, they waited like a solid week and a half, two weeks. Oh, in the, by that point you go, I didn't get it. I didn't yeah. get it, yeah, and in, in the middle of pilot season, so I couldn't really audition for anything else because no one would take you in second position. Sure. Um, so that had kind of like a hold on me, and uh, yeah, but then, you know, I got it. That's, do, do you, are you, what's your audition technique? Do you, do you go right for the motivation, or do you go for the lines, or do you try to... 
God, it's it's all different. You know, I try and you do with uh, your hands. Yeah, I do. I do. I do a lot of stuff with my hands. Constant movement. Um, oh, hey, Aaron, less robot. Uh, less robot. <laughs> less robot. Um, I don't know. It's it's all it's all different. I just try and kind of just dissect uh, each scene. Um, kind of just understand why this this character's in the situation he's in, and and try not act it, but try and. Uh, just make myself believe that I'm I'm living it. So when Brian was on, he said, "I said, what would you what would, what would have been your fallback career?" And he was like, "There wasn't one." I mean, yeah. I just knew that he, he said he knew that even if he it meant that for the rest of his life he was living in like a crappy apartment yeah. and having roommates or whatever, but still being able to act, that he mm. would do that. Same. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Uh, I definitely never had you know a backup plan. It's so great. My I, I gotta give so much credit to my mother. Um, when I was, uh, you know, I graduated early, um, so I had to have all these teachers sign this paper, whatever. Um, but this, uh, so many of my teachers were supportive, especially my uh, my uh, drama teacher, uh, Mrs. Link. But there's this one teacher, I forget, I forget uh, her name, but she's like, you know, do you think this is, oh no, Mrs. Moyer, uh, what's your backup plan? Do you have a backup plan? Are you sure? I don't know if this is a good idea. Like, oh. really, it's this kind of scary. Like, what's your backup plan? And I just kind of like made me nervous, but still like, it wasn't gonna change my mind. I told my mom that when she picked me up from school and she's like, she got so furious. My mom's the sweetest woman on the planet. She got out of the car and walked into, it was actually, it wasn't a teacher, she was our counselor at the school. Oh, oh that's yeah. way worse. Yeah. Way worse. So she walked in, she's like, how dare you say that my son is not, shouldn't go after his dreams, shame on you. And like, what is your backup plan? What is your, you know, what if you get five, what's your backup plan? And so it was, it was great. Oh, that's, that's nice. That's awesome. yeah. But it's seriously, like, what is your mom's backup plan? Radio's not <laughs> doing well. <laughs> well, I think it's about time to go out and bowl against yeah. Team Breaking Bad. Um, but it's so great to finally have you on the Thank podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's, it's been a blast. I, it was. It was actually. It's kind of. It was kind of fun to come to New Mexico. Like we're gonna go to New Mexico and make a podcast and shoot a thing. I got it. Made it. It made us feel. It made us feel like we're really, we're really doing we're something. Really doing we're really it. doing it, you guys. No, we're really doing it. So Eating important. steaks well, we with our hands. So yeah. Watching so, Frasier. Yeah. The hard part was the broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, mashed potatoes. Yeah, mashed potatoes. Oh, you use the broccoli for the fucking mashed potatoes. Yeah, Easy. the broccoli scoop. Listen, I figured it out. I yeah, figured it out. Let's just say you, you figured it out. You figured yeah. out how to eat it. That's about the only thing you've ever figured out. <laughs> oh, buddy. Thanks, Jonah. Have a good one. Uh, all right, cool. Well, enjoy your hand steak. Uh, enjoy your burrito, everyone. Enjoy your burrito. <laughs> hand steak. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. This episode of the Nerdist Podcast is brought to you by Stamps.com. Go to Stamps.com, click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in Nerdist for a $110 bonus offer, including a digital scale and $55 of free postage. That's Stamps.com. Enter the promo code NERDIST. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But... This story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground, and I heard somebody say, call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, 
Had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.